here to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Marketing Podcast, your source for all things marketing. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Laurel Mintz on the line, and she's CEO over at Elevate My Brand. Laurel, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. So a lot of uh, business owners, entrepreneurs, executives listening, and uh, elevating their brand something they want to do. Definitely is something <laughs> that translates to, uh, to making more money, gaining more clients, uh, all the above. Um, so let's just start out with what you're doing over at Elevate My Brand. Tell us a little bit more about the company, please. Sure. So Elevate is a full-service marketing agency. We do the whole digital suite, so think web, content, social, advertising, and creative, as well as experiential. So think launch events, trade shows, conferences, national field marketing, really anything that brands need to get in front of their audience so that they can be more visible and more profitable. That's awesome. Um, are there... So what, I mean, you've been in the space for a long time, so over a decade. So when we think experiential marketing and some of the terms that you said, those didn't even exist, you know, a decade ago. No. So that being, so that being said, as the market evolves, um, what's interesting from your vantage point going into 2020? Well, I think experiential is still starting to retrend. So originally it was a big moment for brands to have experiential or, or events, really is what they called it, event marketing. And then they went really far to the left of digital, and they, because they couldn't really monetize, they couldn't understand the value of the event side. Now what we're seeing is a resurgence of experiential because brands are understanding how to make the events profitable and content-driven so that they can then take offline events and use them in a digital capacity. So that's a huge trend that we're seeing. Um, I would say another big trend, of course, is all the technology integration. So one of the pieces that we do really well is um, AI software for our social channels. So we actually have a we have tech-enabled um, listening software for social media that spits out a visual report for brands that tells them everything from the right colors to the right hashtags to a face straight on versus a three-quarter turn. It's pretty incredible how much um, subjectivity you can take out of the creative process right now. That's absolutely amazing, and uh, I'm a fan of anytime somebody says they're mixing AI or you add a tech to the back of a word, and I'm like, I want to know more. <laughs> so uh, I'm a huge fan of where the market's going. Um, so let's um, let's go a little. Let's take just one step back from the AI, and let's get into the importance of um, what. And, and the reason I say this is because to this day, there's still lots of brands, lots of people listening that still don't get why social media is so important and how to engage with their audience. So some people think, you know. That doesn't apply to me. I'm not influencer. I'm not trying to be a thought leader. I'm not trying to do this. I'm this brick and mortar brand, and you know we have this, this client list. Talk a little bit more about the importance of social media and what it's meant and the evolution that you've seen. Um, again, being in this since basically the beginning. I always say social media is the necessary evil. So for those people listening that <laughs> um, don't like it, I totally agree. Like it's a pain in the ass, um, but it is absolutely necessary, and it's necessary because. As marketers, we know that it takes a minimum of three to five touch points before someone knows, likes, and trusts your brand. So think about that from a nascent brand perspective. You have to create as many touch points as humanly possible, and social is a really easy way to do that. Now, for brands that are more established, it's still important that you continue to capture market share because 
there's a million brands that are nipping at your heels trying to get those same eyeballs. So social media is a really great opportunity to create new visibility and awareness around the brand, convert to sales if you're doing it the right way, and create a community. Ultimately, people are not stupid. They're really, really smart in how they approach um, brands, and they know when something's real, and they know when something's fake. So social media gives you the opportunity to create a really honest dialogue within your community of like-minded people who want to engage with your brand. And that goes for B2B and B2C. So we get a lot, and then that was kind of what you were alluding to. Like a lot of brands are like, well, I'm, I'm B2B, but that doesn't really apply to me. Mm-hmm. But people that buy B2B, like SaaS products, for example, they're still buying, the people that buy those products are still people, right? You still have one person that signs off or multiple people that sign off on that um, on that, yes, with you know, with that um, purchase. So, it's still critically important to use social as a touchpoint tool to get in front of those eyeballs. And you know, the other piece about social is that it's absolutely trackable now. So, people used to say, well, social media, I don't know if it's really doing anything, but the KPIs, the key performance indicators, we can now see from every social channel, from all of your social advertising. It really is. It's numbers, right? It's all metrics, and the numbers don't lie. So that's what I find really exciting about social. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit more about the concept of building a community because for me, I I struggled with it. I came from the finance background, and I just didn't. I thought I had you know my client list, my book of business, and that was that was those those were just my people. I wasn't really thinking along the I was very black and white. I wasn't thinking about the idea of building a community. And ever since you know I've been in media now about going on three or four years, something like that, and I've been building this podcast community. I finally get it because I'm in the middle of it. But I think a lot of times marketers throw that term around building the community and people that aren't marketers are like, what are they talking about? I don't even know what you mean. Right. Well, I mean, it's everything from, like, imagine you're at a cocktail party, right? That's your community. And if you can get one or two people interested in you, you know, whether it's on, like, a friendship level or you're trying to, you're there trying to pitch a brand, you're building out this, again, this awareness and visibility opportunity. So community becomes absolutely critical. People really trust references from people. So perfect example, you know, when was the last time you hired a housekeeper, right? Someone that's really intimate, that comes into your house, that has all these access to all of your things. You want to trust and hire someone, and the best way to do that is to ask your friends and family who they use. It's the same thing for any other products or services out there in the market. It's about building that trust factor. And then also giving the brand side an opportunity to be responsive should something negative happen, right? It's just as important to build up a community that really trusts your brand as it is to use that community to, you know, mea culpa and be really honest if something goes poorly. Yeah, and I think I think the word is kind of taken on this evolution because community, we used to just think about, you know, the people you lived around. That was how community was looked at at one point. Just like you said, kind of how event marketing is now experiential marketing. So I think the closest thing I could say for community would be like in the past, maybe we are business ecosystem possibly or mm-hmm. something like that. Like the people that knew of us, knew what we did, they were made a person or two away from us. But now with connectivity and social media and all the other things that we've kind of talked about today, um, the idea of the community, 
Um, it's a thing, and it makes a big difference. And I mean, that's the way we've been able to grow. So the podcast, all the things we do, without our community, there's absolutely no way we would be able to do that, um, what we've been able absolutely. to accomplish. And it's because we kind of shift that focus from just um, production to how do we listen to our community, how do we um, how do we get feedback from them to know what they want, what kind of changes. And really, that's how that's, they, all of our best ideas have come from the community. And, I, and I'm just saying that for the for listening that maybe aren't quite bought in on this concept, concept yet. All of these ideas, all these things, I would say 90% of our products, 90% of the things we're doing um, have been just trying to um, trying to accommodate what our communities asked for. And uh, and our job as, uh, as, I don't know what you call it, community managers or whatever you want to say, has been to create the business processes on the back end that make us be able to deliver the product. Um, that's totally. Really it's about a our, ripple our effect. Yeah, absolutely. It's about a ripple effect. And um, the bigger your community, the bigger that ripple effect can be. So your example is perfectly on trend with what's happening in the business community as well as in the community, really any community. It's how do you expect as many people and c- connect with as many people as possible. It's really about connectivity. That's awesome. Um, let's uh, let's get into the um, into the advertising side of it because I know you do web, social, creative. Let's talk a little bit more about advertising. What what uh, interests you in that space right now? Ooh, well, obviously, we have a lot of things happening in the ad space because now we have, uh, well, first we had ad blockers. That was like the big conversation. Now we have cookies that are going away. So that's a big mm-hmm. conversation. I actually think it's really exciting because it means that people are going to be getting the content that they really need and want, and it's not kind of like a, a fake um a fake connectivity through advertising. So I think that it's a really exciting time that we're living in because it means that marketers are going to have to work harder to build um, authentic visibility. And the way that they are doing that or the way that we're doing that with our brands is through content marketing, right, through really great um, creative that then you uh, execute through all these different channels, inclusive of advertising. Um, but the advertising piece, that's how you break through the noise and that's how you get new eyeballs. So I'm really excited about the direction that we're going in because I think it's going to um, weed out the weak and the cream's going to rise to the top. Yeah, the whole cookies thing, I mean, half the Internet's freaking, the other half are like, there's some, there's some big businesses that have been built off yeah. of uh, off of chasing people around the Internet whether they wanted to be chased or not. So, yeah, but think about um, it. Like, how many times have you gotten, like, retargeted, and you're like, I already bought that thing, or I wasn't oh, really for interested sure. in looking at it, right? So I think what we've been doing is wasting dollars as marketers mm-hmm. advertising for a very long time, and I think... Now we're seeing people aware of that and this cookie problem and whatever's coming next is going to solve that. So actually, as a consumer, it's going to be better for us. And as marketers, it's going to be better because we're going to be spending smarter ad dollars. Yeah, I love it. So, uh, so Laurel, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on Elevate My Brand, um, what's the best way for them to connect? I always give out my personal email address, Laurel, L-A-U-R-E-L, at elevatemybrand.com. We make 30 minutes time for anyone that needs a little bit of feedback or support. We do this really fun mind map session where we draw out everything you're doing in digital and everything you're doing in experiential, and it's a really, really fun um, way to understand which comes first, right? Education has to come before execution. Um, then I'd also say on our website, elevatemybrand.com, if you go in the upper left-hand corner, there is a link where you can um, download your free, easy nine steps to DIY marketing. So if you're not ready, then you can DIY yourself and then, or DIY, <laughs> but yourself is already in there. Um, and then when you are ready, pick up the phone and have a call, conversation with us. You know, we're really here to support our entrepreneurial community. 
Oh, that's awesome. Well, um, and hey, Laura, it's been awesome having you on the show and uh, getting your, your vantage point and insight. And uh, to the audience, as always, thank you for being in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, uh, Mission Matters uh, Marketing, don't forget, leave us some comments there and uh, subscribe. But uh, let's keep the conversation going in the YouTube community. I love to engage with you there. And uh, Laura, thanks again for coming on the show.